From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, November 3rd. Moab's preliminary election results for mayor and city council are in. Joette Langanese will be the next mayor of Moab. I'm Joette Langanese and I'm running because I know that our residents come first and I believe I have the experience and leadership to make that happen at City Hall. That's Langanese last month during KZMU's candidate roundtable. This election, Moab City voters ranked candidates in their order of preference. Langanese was declared the mayoral winner after five rounds of ranked choice voting. In the first round, she received just 45 percent of the vote. That's not enough to be declared a winner. So the candidate with the least amount of votes was eliminated. That was Sherry Costanza. Anyone who ranked candidate Costanza as their first choice for mayor had their votes transferred to their next choice. This process went on until a candidate received a majority. Finally, during the fifth round, Langanese received 53% of the vote to Bill Winfield's nearly 47%. Here she is during her closing statement in the candidate roundtable. As a 24-year resident of Moab, I love this place, and I care about this place just like every candidate up here does. I feel like we've seen a lot of changes over the years, and the city is facing quite a few challenges. I feel like that requires somebody with a lot of experience and leadership, and I feel like I bring that to the table. I know that through the experience that I've had over the last 24 years, that I can help move our town into the right, into a good and right positive direction. I'm up to the task. I will hit the ground running as soon as I'm in office, and I will deal with all the promises and challenges that our community face in the coming years. Joette Langanese, the next mayor of Moab. Voters also chose two new city council members this election. It was a tight race, but the preliminary results show Luke Wojciechowski and Jason Taylor getting the seats. Hi, my name is Luke Wojciechowski, and I'm running for city council in hopes to address affordable housing, community representation, and quality of life in Moab. My name is Jason Taylor, and um, the three things that I'm really interested in Addressing, if elected, would be infrastructure for the town of Moab, you know, getting back to taking care of the people who live here and the infrastructures here, affordable housing, and I'd also like to address the, the noise issues that, that we've been facing as citizens of Moab. This city council race was close. Wojciechowski won the first seat after four rounds of ranked choice voting. Taylor won the second seat after three rounds. That second seat race was especially tight between Taylor and candidate Josie Kovash. They started off neck and neck in the first round. Taylor had 43.3% of the vote and Kovash 43.7. But as candidates were eliminated and votes transferred, Taylor ultimately won out with about 52% to Kovash's 47. Here's Taylor during his closing statements in the candidate roundtable. I've lived in Moab for 24 years. I have three kids who are going through the school system here. They're now in high school and in junior high. And 24 years ago, I, you know, a lot has changed, a lot has stayed the same. 24 years ago, or maybe 19 years ago, I'd be stressing about how to get through the winter, you know, because this time of year, town would be dead and town would be quiet and it'd be, it'd be quiet. <laughs> but also, um, I didn't have work. And so while there's a lot that has changed in the fact that um, 
I do have long, more work, and a lot of people else do have more work. Um, the consequences are the noise and the hustle and bustle of the city. I've had the opportunity to volunteer on a lot of boards, and I think I have a very good idea of how the city works. I have a very good idea of how the county works, and I would love to be Moab's first choice for city council and because I've come to enjoy this town and love it. Jason Taylor, the preliminary election results show him as a city council seat winner. And now here's newly elected Wojciechowski during his closing statements in the candidate roundtable. So working for local nonprofits and being on the city planning commission, my entire time in Moab has been about service to the community. In these roles, I've seen firsthand how the challenges negatively impact our residents. However, they've also given me the privilege to see Moab embody what Coretta Scott King once said, that the greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its members. I can confidently say that we're a great community. So even though I hear from so many of our friends and neighbors that are worried about the direction that we're all headed in, I'm also heartened by that those same people recognize that Moab takes care of Moab because no one else will. Um, I believe that the people in this town can come together and achieve the seemingly impossible. I've seen it happen time and time again. Uh, At the end of the day, I remind myself that Moab isn't made up of its buildings, economy, or zoning code. Moab is our people. This is who I will leverage my experience and knowledge to fight for every day if I earn your vote. Thank you. New City Council Member Luke Wojciechowski. Moab City staff say 1,747 ballots have been counted. The final canvas for Moab's municipal election will occur in two weeks. For more on the preliminary election results and to see an animated graphic of each round of ranked choice voting, visit moabcity.org and click on the elections tab. Utah has four congressional districts. Each one of them is made up of a slice of the urban Wasatch Front and rural counties. Some activists are pushing to change that. Sonia Hudson, with our partners at KUER, talked to voters around the state. She found their feelings on the issue had a lot more to do with their party than where they live. It's Friday evening in Salt Lake City. About a dozen people file into a community center there to tell the Independent Redistricting Commission how they'd like to be represented. The commission is advising the legislature on the once-in-a-decade redistricting process. They really need to design maps that reflect people who are in voting districts who have similar needs. That's Levy Woodruff. She says the current congressional map doesn't work. Urban areas, like where she lives, worry about things like traffic and air quality. I don't necessarily know what the major interests of rural voters would be because I'm not one. So if I'm choosing their representative for them, I don't know that that serves them very well and vice versa. But rural Republicans in the central part of the state say the system is working really well for them. They're represented by Republican Congressman Chris Stewart. That district runs from Salt Lake City to St. George. Janet Fountain was at a legislative redistricting committee meeting in the Richfield High School Auditorium last month. She's the mayor of Marysvale, a small town in Paiute County. Right now, I think things are good. We do not want to not have Chris Stewart involved with the rural community because he understands us. Mr. Stewart is very active in communicating in the rural areas with us and coming to our area. Fountain says Stewart pays attention to rural issues like the drought and internet access. But what if the population of Salt Lake City grows so much that District 2 becomes a swing district? 
Daniel Friend warned that rural Utahns could start feeling like urban Democrats do. He joined the Richfield meeting via Zoom. You heard about how Representative Stewart has been serving rural Utah well. Everybody I know in Salt Lake City thinks he is serving them extremely poorly. And if Salt Lake City gets big enough that they can put their own rep there instead of Chris Stewart, rural Utah is going to feel what it's like to be ignored on the congressional level. It sucks. Juab County Commissioner Richard Hansen lives in District 4. It is already a swing district. It's mostly urban, but includes parts of two rural counties. And even though Hansen is a Republican and is currently represented by Republican Burgess Owens, he understands what it's like to have a district swing back and forth. I like Burgess. I like where he stands. So we're okay with that right now. But in the future, it may not be that way. So we'd like to be more representative as a rural county rather than be kind of dictated by the larger urban counties. Republican lawmakers will ultimately approve the final maps later this month. They say it's important to have all congressional districts encompass rural and urban areas. Their reasoning is that all representatives should care about the same issues so they're a united front in Congress. That makes sense to Casey Saxton from Riverton in South Salt Lake County. He was at a public hearing in Harriman a couple weeks ago and identifies as center-right. It's important to take a view that encompasses the totality of what Utah is because we have pretty unique issues and there are plenty of issues that cross that urban-rural divide and some that don't. Leah Murray is a political science professor at Weber State University. Murray says it can be hard for representatives to effectively split their time between rural and urban issues. If I'm a House member doing both, then I got to start making some choices, which I think is maybe not great for representation. She says the debate over rural and urban districts is not really about how representation works best. It's about party. Generally, we're districting for outcomes that are good for us. So I find it more reasonable to believe that our legislators draw these districts to crack the Democratic power base in Salt Lake City. And that's why many Republican constituents, whether they're in Riverton or Richfield, like the rural-urban mixed districts that favor Republicans. What happens is human instinct, we join teams, we root for our teams, and it's less about what did he do for me Right, but it's more about he's wearing the uniform I wear. But Murray says it's pretty much impossible to have all four districts be mostly urban or mostly rural. They all need to represent roughly the same number of voters. And three quarters of the population lives along the Wasatch Front. The question really is, she says, how do you slice up the Democratic core of Salt Lake County? Sonia Hudson, KUER News. This piece comes from our partners at KUER. And that's the KZMU News for Wednesday, November 3rd. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.